I've been talking a lot this Advent about the need to understand the Jewish Messiah and what it really means for Israel to have been expecting the Messiah. Even that word, Messiah, in Hebrew it's Mashiach. It's translated into the Greek as Christos or into English as Christ. All the same word, it means the anointed one. Well, most especially when you think of the anointed one for the biblical Jews, well, the king was anointed. David, most famously anointed by the prophet Samuel, becomes king. So when you're looking for the anointed one, the Mashiach, the Messiah, you're especially, if you're a Jew, expecting a great king to come, and the one thing he is definitely going to do is is overthrow the Gentiles, the, the Romans that are oppressing them as the latest flavor of oppressors. If you're a Jew, one thing you know for sure, the Messiah, he, he's Jewish. He's the Jew of Jew. He is there for the Jews. And more importantly, he is there to get rid of all those other people who are not Jews. Well, so if you're waiting for the coming of the Messiah, the expectation is that, well, he's especially going to be happy to see the people that are, well, the ones that are all doing it right, the scribes, the Pharisees, the ones that are, are worshiping and conducting the services in the temple, those who would seem to be the cream of the crop of the Jews. Because after all, if you're the Jewish, Jewish Messiah of all Jewishness, well, you're going to come to the people who think they're the most Jewish. So along comes Jesus, and well, he's not exactly everything that people would have expected. And today in our gospel, uh, people are kind of calling him out on like, wait a minute, you're you're hanging out with like tax collectors and and prostitutes and even some Gentiles. This is this is contradictory to what people thought the Messiah would be. So he tells a little parable today. And Jesus says, well, a man had two sons. And he says to both of them, go work in my vineyard. Now get this. The, the first son says, I will not. So he, he completely, seemingly disobeys his father. says, I won't do it. But then he changes his mind and goes and actually does it. Now, now that word, change the mind, is a very important one in the New Testament. St. Paul uses it a lot. The word is metanoete, a command, change your mind. It gets translated to us as be converted. Change your mind. Repent, even. That's what the, the first son does. Okay, he gets it wrong in the beginning. Like, yeah, I won't do it. I'm not going to follow. I'm not going to be part of this. But then, metanoete. He changes his mind, and he actually does it. His actions are actually what his father wanted. Now contrast that with the second son, who does the right thing initially, says, yes, sir, I will go. Well, that's good. Good for you. Eagerly, ready to obey his father. Except he doesn't actually do it. He, he just said he was going to do it, but then he, he didn't actually do it. He doesn't go into the vineyard. Now, Jesus then says, well, which of the two actually did what the father asked? And everyone said, well, the, the first one, he actually went. This is really important as we consider that the entire movement of, of Christianity that develops after Jesus and under Paul, you know what they called it? They called it the way. Just the way. Notice how that, that itself implies going, doesn't it? If, if there's a way, you, you, need to be, you need to be going down the way. What good is a road if you just stand there and, and look at it? Well, this is Jesus's point today. He is talking to those who think they are the ones that are in. They are the ones 
the Jew of Jews, the ones that the Messiah is surely come for. And Jesus says, no, uh, you're like the ones who said yes, they got it right in the beginning, but you're not actually doing it. You're not walking the way. These tax collectors and prostitutes, sure, they, they said no. They might have sinned, turned away from God, not done the right thing initially. But now, now that the Messiah is here, they're the ones who are actually going. They're, they're walking the way. They've changed their minds about having said no. Now, the, the message for all of us is that, well, especially if we're, we're Catholic and we think we're in, we need to be really careful that we don't end up the same as the scribes and Pharisees thinking, ooh, we're, we're the ones that are in. Oh, all these other people who don't go to church and don't practice the faith and don't read the scriptures, oh, they're in big trouble. We'd be in the same position as the people in the gospel today. More importantly, neither of them are fully exhaustive of who we are. Sometimes we, we say yes and then we don't go. Other times we, we say no, but we can change our minds and go. So the question for us today is, is can we do both? Let's, let's say yes. Let's say yes, God, I will do what you want. But more importantly, let's actually go. Christianity is a way. It's a, it's a doing. So you have to go. God bless you. Thank <laughs> you.